breaking news from KXAN News. And we do start with that breaking news at five o'clock. A Bastrop County spokesperson says the sheriff's office is investigating after three people were found dead. The scene is on New Trail. That's near Country Road 461. What we know now, Austin firefighters came to help vent out that hole filled with gas in this field. Now they had to do that before they could go down in the hole and recover the bodies inside. We do have a crew there right now. So just stay with KXAN and KXAN.com for the latest. All right, well also today firefighters continue working to put out the flames that broke out in Cedar Park yesterday, forcing people to evacuate. And while some people can now return to their homes, others are returning to damage. Some can't even return. One of the buildings at the Bexley at Silverado Apartments is a total loss. And let's take a look at that progress right now. The fire has burned 50 acres and is 60% contained. Some good news here is there has been no forward movement of this fire. An alert went out this morning saying people should not do any outdoor watering for the next two days because of this fire. Going to be a challenging time for a lot of people. Thanks so much for joining us here at 5 o'clock. I'm Daniel Marin. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. KXAN has been at the scene since this all started. Working to get you the latest information. Let's get to our Jayla Washington now. Jayla, you've spoken to some people who lived at the complex today. Well, just a couple of hours ago, we finally saw helicopters clear out of the area. Uh, it was circling around for hours, just dumping water throughout the area, trying to put out, uh, contain the fire rather. I saw so many people coming back this morning who are just trying to get back into their apartment. We know at least one building uh, still no one is able to access those units just because they're trying to make sure that the fire is contained. We met a mother who is a single mom. She came back here with her and was just trying to get back in to get diapers and bottles. And a police officer actually uh, went in for her and brought those materials back out to her. But just a lot of people just shocked because this is a residential area and it's pretty unbelievable and remarkable uh, that you know this had such an impact on the people who live in the area so um, again no helicopters circling around at this point uh, dumping that water but that was happening all morning long we're not seeing a ton of crews out here anymore either uh, so people just basically displaced at this point, waiting to see what's going to happen, how bad the damage is. As soon as we learn more, we will update you both here on air as well as online. I'm reporting in Cedar Park, Jayla Washington. Back to you. All right, Jayla, thank you so much. Going in depth right now, Austin Energy says it works to reduce our wildfire risk in the city limits with what's called vegetation management. Now, the utility trims back trees from power lines to prevent fires, but also outages during extreme weather conditions. In recent years, though, it's been playing catch up, getting the city back to the national standards and really battling labor shortages to find crews to do all of this work. And today we sat down with the new head of Austin Energy for the first time for an update. We've hired smaller contractors, but we just cannot find enough contractors out there to catch up quicker. Uh, so it's going to take a couple years, but we'll get there. And we're told they expect to hit their yearly target for trimming by 2024. Coming up, we'll hear from the general manager about fallout from the winter storms and when you can expect your electric bill to go up yet again tonight on KXAN News at 6. And we do want to thank all of you who have sent us photos and videos of the fire in Cedar Park. It really helps us connect with the people who are impacted. Uh, we've also seen a lot of drone content come in. And while it is great footage, we do want to let you know that it is illegal to fly a drone during some 
something like this. Now, this video from the city of Cedar Park to assess the damage, that's okay. The drone was cleared to fly, but your drone is not clear during a wildfire. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says firefighting aircraft fly at very low altitudes, just like drones. So this creates the potential for a mid-air collision or pilot distraction that could result in an accident. Unauthorized drones can lead firefighters to suspend efforts to put out the fire as well, like stopping the use of air tankers or helicopters dropping the water. That's something Williamson County Judge Bill Gravel warned about last night. All that they're simply doing is distracting our resources from um, fighting fires and from protecting our residents. I also want you to know that it's a criminal offense to fly a drone in a fire area. So I want to encourage you, take those drones down. Let's be thoughtful. Let's be respectful. And people who are found to interfere with wildfire suppression with drones can be fined up to $25,000 and face criminal prosecution. Right now on our website on KXAN.com, digital data reporter Christopher Adams put together an interactive map with all the fires currently burning in our area. Now there's also a database showing the number of acres burned. Well, there are also multiple wildfires raging in Hawaii on the island of Maui. Today, the mayor confirmed six people are dead and thousands have been forced to evacuate. This is video shot near the town of Lahaina overnight where flames forced some people to jump into the harbor. Much of the historic community has burned and powerful winds from Hurricane Dora with gusts reaching over 65 miles per hour. Those are adding fuel to the fires. Yeah, and devastating images there. Anyone who's been there knows that that's a tourist attraction yeah, for yeah. sure. And to see what's coming out of there is just devastating. It's apocalyptic. It's hard yeah. to believe. And that hurricane that we were just talking about is 800 miles away from the Hawaiian Islands. But it's that low pressure system, a category four storm, combined with a high pressure system north of the island creating this pressure gradient. The winds are just getting squeezed over the Hawaiian Islands, creating those wind advisory conditions and unfortunately the devastating fire there. Back here at home, we still have a very high to even almost extreme wildfire danger across the area. This comes as we set another record high temperature today. Extraordinary heat. Usually we'd get this once a year, maybe 107, beating the record from 2011 of 106. South winds are very strong out there, 20 to 30 miles per hour. Any fires that start are going to spread rapidly. Please be extra careful to prevent them in the first place. Coming up, we'll talk about a different heat record today that I haven't shown you yet. We're also looking toward the week and extended outlooks for when a chance of rain might finally come. All right, David, thank you. Today, the FBI shot and killed a man in Provo, Utah. They say he posted death threats online targeting public figures, including President Biden. Federal officials identified the man as Craig Robertson. The shooting happened while the FBI executed a search warrant on his Provo home this morning. Investigators believe Robertson posted in reference to Biden's trip to Utah today, saying that he needed to prepare his camouflage and sniper rifle. Neighbors say Robertson didn't keep his views on the government a secret. I know that he was anti-government. Uh, he did not like if Provo City had to come do something in his yard. He was totally against that. So they would have to come and do whatever they needed to do in our yard. And he didn't like the police to come to his house. He was totally against that. And Robertson allegedly also threatened to kill the Manhattan District Attorney. The White House says President Biden was briefed on the FBI raid Wednesday morning. This morning, he is scheduled to be in Utah this evening.
All right, well, one lucky person is now a billionaire. What we know about last night's winning Mega Millions tickets. And little backpacks taking over a big new hallway, the new school in Hutto that students return to today, and what's in store for the district. A ticket sold in Florida has won the $1.58 billion Mega Millions jackpot, and the winning ticket was sold at a public supermarket in Neptune Beach. According to the lottery's website, it's expected to be the largest in the lottery's history. Now, the holder of Tuesday's winning ticket could choose to spread the full amount in annual payments over 29 years or receive a lump sum, lump sum payment estimated at about $783 million before taxes. Now, still check your tickets, though. A winning ticket worth $1 million was sold at Circle K. That's on Brody Lane in South Austin. And according to the Texas Lottery Commission, the ticket matched all five white balls, but not the mega ball number. Well, as you start to think about dinner tonight, the annual rite of passage for Texans is upon us with the finalists chosen for the Big Tex Awards at the State Fair. The top five savory food finalists include deep fried cheesy crab tater bites, deep fried pho, loaded fries pizza, Oxalent sole roll, which is oxtail meat, and turkey ribs, which is also fried, of course. And as for the sweet finalists, there's Biscoff Delight, a cheesecake coated with crushed cookies, some bourbon banana caramel soap by BS, Fernie's fried cherry pie in the sky, also sweet Encanto, and then a trail aid, which is a blended mocktail. Now, by the way, the State Fair opens up September 29th, and of course, the annual game between Texas and Oklahoma is on October 7th. So, David, Jennifer, anything else <laughs> jump out to you guys? Jen, oh my goodness. Well, I, let me look back at this. I don't, <laughs> it was just too much to even take in. I'm like, how do they create this? I, I'll never understand. I, I love the deep fried pho, but I'll yeah. never understand how you fry a liquid. Like, it's like deep fried yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, which one? We're putting you on this one. Oh, I, I gotta look at that list again <laughs> as well. Too much. Anything fried will be fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> we, we want them all, let's be honest. All right, well, let me take you out to the lakes, guys, tonight. Unfortunately, no good news out there. Lake Travis and Buchanan have been falling. Water levels down over an inch, actually an inch and a half at Lake Buchanan today. Water temperature on Travis is 90 degrees. We're looking toward the extended outlooks for any break in sight. Coming up. The school year is back in session for one school in Hutto ISD and students at Veterans Hill Elementary went back today, one day earlier than other campuses in the district. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with school leaders to find out why and what the school year has in store for the fourth fastest growing district in Texas. The hustle of little feet is back inside Veterans Hill Elementary, but Principal Eric Johnson says some kids have already been back in the classroom. We had excellent turnout, 220 families sign up, about a third of our student population. The campus is piloting a new program that adds 25 optional summer day classes and six days to the academic calendar. It's the only school in the district to do this, which is why they started one day earlier than other campuses. And it was three hours of academics, two hours of enrichment, and the students loved it. Uh, what we hope to see from that is that it'll combat the, the summer slide. Outgoing Superintendent Selena Estrada Thomas says elementary-aged kids are the fastest-growing population for HISD. In May, voters approved bonds that would build two new elementary campuses. Estrada Thomas says the district has already made moves on one of them. We sold $145 million of that bond um, for the high school renovation to finish that project off and definitely uh, to start on 
Elementary number eight. Construction is also marching along here at Gus Almquist Middle School. It's set to be finished next school year, but Estrada Thomas says accommodating growth is not the district's only priority. We spend a great deal of time talking about keeping that, con that sense of connectedness and that sense of family in our district. In Hutto, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And the rest of Hutto ISD goes back to school tomorrow. And tomorrow is also when Hutto plans to announce who its new superintendent will be. Superintendent Estrada Thomas is retiring at the end of the month. Well, back to school shopping is expected to break records this year with teachers doing a lot of that shopping. And a new survey from the National Education Association shows 90% of teachers say they plan to spend their own money on supplies. Back to school spending is expected to hit a record high of more than $41 billion. That's up more than $4 billion from the previous high of $37 billion in 2021. Educators, though, are often only given the bare necessities for their classrooms and their students. An analysis last school year showed teachers spent on average an average of $820 on classroom supplies. So teachers are having to spend their own money simply because they aren't given any by, by, by the schools that help supply their classrooms. And the Association of American Educators has repeatedly called for the tax code to allow each teacher to deduct $1,000 from their taxes for classroom supplies. And currently they're allowed to deduct up to 300. Well, if you would like to know when everyone is heading back to the classroom, we've got you covered to help keep track of all the dates. Our digital data reporter, Christopher Adams, has created a map and compiled a list showing the first day of school in each district in the KXAN viewing area. Just look up back to school dates on kxan.com. All right, David, so we've been talking about all the 100 degree plus days, but we're yes. tracking another record now. These are extreme heat days, 105 degree days. And as of today, Austin has now recorded more this year than we've ever seen in any prior year. We've had a thermometer here back to 1897. Today was our 27th day of not just 100 degree heat, but 105 or hotter. Just for a little perspective, average is three of these days. Over the past 30 years, three of these per year. This is incredible. What's even more incredible, 49 100 degree days, not necessarily that by itself. That's ninth place for the yearly total. What's incredible, though, is that more than half of our 100 degree days have been extreme heat days of 105 or hotter. It's looked more like Phoenix around here than it is like Austin. I mean, even right here in the corner of your screen, 107. We might see that once per year. It's extraordinary to see it this often. Rain and thunderstorms circulating around us in the clockwise flow around this heat dome. A ridge of high pressure still centered just to our south and west. Beautiful out there over Lake Travis, but boy is it low. Windy Point, the peninsula is extending by the day. Travis falling about an inch every single afternoon. 106 degrees live from the Oasis, the sunset capital of Texas. Should be a pretty one out there tonight. We have just been on guard for additional wildfires popping up. We've had at least one pop up. It seems like every day for at least the past two weeks, a red flag warning for dangerous fire weather continues today and is reissued again tomorrow from noon to 11 o'clock. Gusty winds, low humidity and ready to burn vegetation. Please be extra careful to prevent any accidental sparks that could cause a fire. Heat alerts also in effect until 9 p.m. today and again from noon to 9 p.m. tomorrow. Excessive heat warnings. We've had so many of these this year. That includes the Austin Metro. So please take it easy. Take care of your pets as well, if you would. 
On the extended range model, we are still looking way down the road for any hope. Let me show you what we're looking at today. Here we are right now. I'll zip through the computer model day by day by day as all the rain stays around us instead of on top of us. But let me pause you as the model ends. Nine days from now, this is not this Friday, but next Friday, we're seeing some suggestions. As I told you, 18th, 20th of the month, maybe a little bit later than that. Maybe at least an isolated storm creeps back in, but this might be kind of like a mirage. You know, we keep thinking we see it on the horizon, and then as the time draws nearer, it sort of disappears. That's evidenced by some pessimism on the NOAA Climate Prediction Center's 8 to 14 day outlook today. Remember, just two days ago, they were calling for wetter than normal weather during this mid August period. Now they flip back to drier than normal. So the bottom line is, might see a chance of rain creeping back in starting about nine or 10 days from now, but it is far from a guarantee. We'll keep you advised. Tonight's forecast, windy and warm. It stays very windy tonight, so please be on guard for fire danger. South winds at 15 to 25. We'll wake up at 79, end up at least 106 tomorrow. That's just shy of the daily record. Hopefully a little less wind tomorrow, helping us slightly with the fire danger. On Friday, we'll set a record daily high temperature of 106. Of course, the records for each day on the calendar are a little different, but what's important here, there's no heat relief. Every night, hardly below 80 in Austin. Every day, above 105, even 106, 107. Still no relief in sight for at least the next seven to nine days. Coming up after the break, an American mother and her daughter released from kidnappers in Haiti. What we know so far about their return. Tonight on News Nation, country music superstar Jason Aldean says his latest chart-topping hit celebrates community. But some claim its lyrics tell a very different story. Leland's looking into why small-town values are so threatening to America's elite. That's tonight on On Balance. Then on Cuomo, Bill O'Reilly sounds off on the day's hottest topics. And on Banfield, did the alleged Gilgo Beach serial killer trip into his own trap? How one possible phone call from the suspect may have led to his arrest. Tonight on Banfield. To find News Nation, go to joinnn.com.